We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we're live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast. I am your host, Chris Perkwood, also known as Perk Bees across the industry. I'm here with my two boys, uh, John Surabian, JSU Rab, and Brett Hartfield, Killer B2482. Uh, what's up, fellas? Holy shit, you got it right. That is, those are the numbers. You didn't even have to ask this time. Um, Good man, come day and get it right. I spent a week of that, like going two four eight two, two four eight two. And I always tell you, just just stick with the kill of me. We're good. We're good. No, with but you. I got it, man. It's respect. It's like yeah. you know, it's right. respect. So, um, yeah, man, we're back. Uh, we were just talking before the show. Um, I got John's upset about a Michael Thomas seventy-five yard touchdown. That's what saved me for cash, Brett was most leveraged on him so he liked it so all in all it was a oh okay here we go i did not stick to my guns again i had the nut lineup on thursday night i said i was going to stay stand pat this time i let these chalk donkeys talk me off my lineup again and i need to bring these chalk donkeys on the show oh they're the worst and uh and they're like, uh, uh, never mind. But anyway, um, I, I, I even put myself on record. I'm going to stand put, and I ended up screwing everything over um, again. And uh, Chief Justice, big shout out to him. He uh, he listens to the pod, uh, which is which is good good news to hear. But he was like, Kirk, you were supposed to stand by your stick to your guns this week. I'm disappointed in you. So shout out to him. And another one, shout out to Daily Fantasy Hack at DFS Hack. That's someone who watches or listens to our pod. Uh, he hit me up, hit us up on Twitter and said, yes, uh, you have at least two listeners, me and the girl. So everybody, <laughs> all, however many listeners, whether it's just you, DFS Hack, and Chief Justice, but follow DFS Hack, at DFS Hack, and uh, shout out to him. And then uh, Brett's girl, Stephanie something. Um, so I think we've got like four solid listeners that I know of. 
That's, uh, that's big. That's the, what I know of. Yeah, you gotta, I, they're, they're you all there more than that. Come on. Come on, guys. Hit us that's up. all I know of. That's what I'm just saying. I'm just saying what I know. We, we probably just don't have a big Twitter following. That's it. We'll just we'll just stick with that. We just gotta we gotta start some wars, some Twitter beef. We gotta like, you know, put it Add out the there. Drama. Yeah, the drama. and when we got JSU, can at least you know if it, if it ends up getting, if we have to take it to the streets. He can at least uh, just start taking shots. Business, at he can take care of business. What? What? Why is it me? Because you're like MMA, like you're what? like you're going to CrossFit. I don't know. Where I just, just MMA, CrossFit because because you, you look like. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Hubby? What's uh, yeah, just Hubby. <laughs> I'm gonna be that kid who is like, you are not expecting when you see me in person what I look like. Uh, I'm expecting like six six jacked. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure five fans want to hear about this. So let's 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 look at the week ten slate here, huh? All right, way to keep yes. us on track. Oh, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's, hey, Alonzo McKinney nailed a three. Just uh, get us off track a little bit. Oh, let's talk about one no, more, no, one no, more no, thing no, of housekeeping. No, no. Who, who is the man who, who played Whiteside last night? Do you guys know anyone who played Whiteside last night? In cash. In cash? On in a cash. Team. Do you know anyone who played Whiteside in cash last night? On a 10 sick, sick person. Yeah, oh, me. Me, me, me motherfuckers. Me. the San Antonio Spurs. Come on. Me, yes. Great matchup. And he also beasted against them in the preseason in just 16 minutes uh, for people to call. <laughs> um, but, uh, man, I, I had him projected for 10 blocks. Unfortunately, he only hit nine, so I was a little off there. But uh, Chris, go sit in the corner. <laughs> All right. Go sit in the corner. So, so we're here. Uh, week, week 10. Um, I like the slate so far. I mean, I was really digging in through it all day today and uh, really just trying to find out, you know, trying to find the right plays. And uh, we do have some good games here. Uh, we've got the Saints-Spangles with the high 55-point total. Um, I'm sure JSU and me are going to have some takes on this Pats-Titans game that I'm pretty excited about. A lot of different revenge scenarios going on and uh, a lot of former Patriots uh, over on uh, Tennessee um, and then uh, Brett's probably all excited about Alex Smith again because this, this has to be the best passing matchup hey, he'll ever he get. Went over 300 yards last he week. actually beat Cam, right? Didn't he? I think. Yeah, he went over 300 last week, so he got there. I mean, he looked. I mean, yeah, he looked great. If you watch, you know, I did fake Cam yeah. on DraftKings, and it was just because I needed that extra whatever it was, four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, and I went down to Jared Goff. But you know, I was pr- pretty. You know, like I, I really liked Goff's chances of getting the 300-yard bonus, and that bonus does matter. It kind of almost evens out with Cam's rushing ability. So, and touchdown equity-wise, I, I felt like pretty good between both of them that uh, they would have similar touchdown uh, projections. So, uh, yeah, I went down to Goff, and that worked out pretty well. So, yeah, I went down to Fitzpatrick, and that worked out really well. I had zero Cam. Zero. I had so much. I had so much can. I got way too much can. That's why I got my friends talking to me like, if you don't have can, you're gonna be your day's gonna be over by the third quarter. John, you had to be scared with uh, Fitzpatrick after that. I think it was a first quarter interception. I was just like, oh, 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 this could go bad for all the uh, guys that decided to roll him in cash. And he was. I mean, honestly, honestly, I wasn't because of how much damage this guy does in like a quarter and a half. I know, like. No matter what, even if they get down by like four touchdowns, all this guy needs is like a quarter and a half to do damage. Like right. so, it, it really, I was I was more worried when he took he took like a huge hit in like the second quarter, and I thought he was concussed. 
I like I thought he, he opens himself up. up for those hits, you know, with his scoring, He got right? up and he looked dazed. Like I don't know how he got up like that. He took a hard, he took a few hard hits actually, but he so, took one hard hit where I was like, there's no way he's getting up. He's 100% a warrior. I forget how long ago this was. It was like four or five years ago. I rostered him pretty highly, and I forget what team he was playing for at the time, but he had a broken hand or some, some, some broken bone in his hand. He came back and played another quarter and a half, which basically saved my lineups. And you will never forget a guy when, when he does a performance like that, you know, just basically mans up and comes, uh, comes back and finishes a game. But that guy leaves himself open on his runs. But, um, yeah, this slate has six games over 50. And there's the, you know, the games that you even brought up, the Patriots at Tennessee, I really like uh, getting exposure in that game. Uh, Indy, Indy home versus Jacksonville, which is a 47. Uh, two of the fastest four, uh, four teams in NFL uh, for pace. I love that game. Yeah, but, but caveat there. Leonard, caveat. Leonard Fournette coming back true why yeah. is that a caveat a uh, lot, lot of slower run Leonard. plays like if they Just go back to their uh usual way of higher, higher run pass first half and, and, and it won't matter anyways guys fragile all um, right should we dive in should we should we start just with the saints bengals game and uh i mean let's that's, just start so let's let's so i'm looking at quarterback here let's just let's like just okay. Yeah, yep. um, looking at quarterback, it looks like Aaron Rodgers is going to be the most popular at this point. Um, I'm kind of thinking this is an Aaron Jones game. This yeah. is all Aaron Jones. I love it. I love it. Um, best best play, I think, at the running back position with the point per dollar. Um, gets the best matchup on the board in Miami. Their run defense is terrible. Um I think that people aren't going to be on him as much as they should just because of the, you know, last game, the fumble. The, people don't realize, like, he kind of, like, got them into a position where he was running really well. I think he was averaging, like, five point, yeah, 5.4 yards per carry. Um, they still trusted him on the final drive, so they brought him right. back. Right. So uh, this guy is someone who I think you can look at. I think – my uh, Green Bay is going to get a lead, and then they're just going to run the crap out of the ball. So whether it's Jones and uh, Williams splitting carries, I don't really care. I think they're going to run a crap ton. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of people don't realize that Ty Montgomery was still out there for a huge percentage of plays. Uh, he was he was getting like 28, 29 plays per game. Uh, so you remove that, and you start having to rely on Aaron Jones route running a little bit more, which is Beautiful. Uh, yeah, I, de- I definitely like that spot. The Dolphins have been um, gouged by running backs uh, so far. So this is a spot where I think you're going to get uh, single-digit ownership, and I had him queued up. So that's, this, is, this might be the first time where we ever had, like, a under 10% where we're all in. Uh, Single-digits? You think single-digits? Right. No, he's going he's gonna to eat a lot of ownership by, by If Sunday. he's single-digits, I'll have him on every lineup. Everybody's going to be talking him up. Okay, so I think, I think the chalk will be Deion Lewis at 4,600. Oh, I love him. I think Duke Johnson at 4,700. Oh, Duke is the so, best. This is the nut Duke Johnson spot ever. I, like, I, you know, by the way, I think, I think when people say chalk, I hate the word chalk because people don't define chalk like uh, – I mean, I, I really think Deion Lewis could be like 30 to 40% owned, uh, whereas it, I, I, I don't see Aaron Jones being anywhere near that, nowhere near that. Uh, 
I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident in saying like 10 to 12% at most. Well, I'm, I'll eat, I'm going to eat some Aaron Jones, whatever it is, Chuck or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, back to quarterback here. Okay. Um, Eileen, I, Mahomes, I mean, looks like a good spot at home, but uh, also this game screams Kareem Hunt. I'm also insanely high on David Johnson this week. This is finally the David Johnson spot. Um, in my opinion. I thought we were back to quarterbacks. Yeah, I know. I'm just, just going on tangents here, you know. Um, then we've got uh, Fitzpatrick. Looks like he's going to get some ownership. Uh, you know, I think uh, Washington's D is going to actually come out strong in this one um, after a really poor performance last week. But Phillip Rivers is a guy that looks pretty good to me. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think Fitzpatrick is the chalk this week. I know you said Aaron Rodgers. There's only $500 difference there, but I think – I think we know that Tampa Bay's run game is just terrible. Uh, we can see how good the matchup is, and you got Fitzpatrick at 5,900. To me, he's, he's the play. Um, Phil Rivers, I really love jamming in different Charger guys, and I'm going to have, you know, last week, last week I kind of uh, was all about, obviously, the Saints, you know, just jamming in as much Saints exposure as possible with uh, Thomas and Kamara. Uh, this week, it's not that I really love the run game with uh, the Chargers. I actually do like Eckler, uh, but uh, the wide receivers here, Keenan Allen, I'm going to really want to have a ton of exposure to Keenan Allen and Tyrell Williams. Uh, they just get two uh, cornerbacks that have been just roasted, giving up uh, some of the worst QB ratings in the NFL this year. So I mean, basically, uh, they can do whatever they want in this game. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I just feel really comfortable with this game being in Oakland that it – it's, it could be a four-quarter game where, you know, uh, Rivers is going to have to just sling the ball for four quarters. So. Even at three and a half quarters, I'll still take Phillip Rivers slinging the ball for three and a half quarters. Like, yeah. you know. I mean, uh, but Melvin Gordon, too. Yep. Yeah, at that price tag at 9K, I think he's going to be actually low-owned. I don't know if you guys are with me on that. I just think a lot of people, if they're paying, if they're paying up there, they're, they're going other places. People aren't paying 9K for Melvin Gordon. Get him at lower ownership. Totally agree. Um, so so uh, we're talking about quarterback here, okay? <laughs> yeah, uh, sneaky quarterback. Um, guy that I, I, I'm, I'm starting to fall on, I think I really like, is Russell Wilson. Um, 5,700 on DraftKings. He had the most pass attempts um, last game with 39 attempts. Now game script, obviously – comes into it a little bit. They were trailing um, the Chargers most of that game. But I think in Los Angeles, I think you're going to see, or against the Rams, you're going to see them trailing again. Um, and, you know, he had, I think it was, you know, almost 20 fantasy points, three touchdowns against them, you know, at home last time they faced each other. Um, but I do like this matchup. I do think, you know, Marcus Peters is not a good corner. Um, Sean oh, Keaton told everyone about the that. Worst. That's why I said, it's that's why I said that terrible. Michael Thomas was going to be the, the, the best play in the sl- could break the slate if he, if they decided to put Marcus Peters on him and they did. And that's exactly what happened. That 75 yarder burnt. Yep. Hey, the good yep. part about, uh, playing in LA too, the Packers played there two weeks ago and it was like a home game for Green Bay. So the Rams fans aren't really, uh, it's, it's not really a home field advantage for the Rams. Uh, I expect, and Seattle, Seattle fans travel really well. So 
usually I try and avoid Seattle on the road, but this could be a spot where, uh, you know, I, it's, it's a unique spot for sure. Um, I'm, I'm cool with going all the way down to Marcus Mariota at 4,700. Yep. Um, it's, it's a spot where he's, he's running a lot. Like I don't expect to obviously get that 300 yard passing bonus. Um, but he's, his floor is very uh, nice with, with the running capabilities. And I mean, that game, it just, if I feel really comfortable in stacking up um, just a few guys, you know, obviously Deion Lewis and Corey Davis, those, those guys are both going to be pretty popular. Uh, Corey Davis has a 29% target share still with Tennessee and how much usage Deion Lewis got last game. He's going to be super popular, um, but it's going to be tough to be, uh, avoid him uh, even when it's a uh, uh, tournament. So. All right. I can't bite my lip because this game is like the game that I love. So I like, instead of position by position, we're now going by game. Um, <laughs> uh, Just taking charge here. Yeah. Uh, so man, this is Josh Gordon, 100% all in Josh Gordon in your lineups uh, with hopefully he gets Malcolm Butler, who is just, did you watch Malcolm? I mean, that was a, I loved that game the other night. I mean, I, for what it, it was, at least I like that. Like Mariota played well, and uh, Deion Lewis. It was nice to see him play well. But Malcolm Butler was so bad, is so bad, and Gordon is just a beast. It has such a height advantage, and it's they're just gonna. That's gonna be the easiest play all entire game to just pick on him the entire freaking game with Josh Gordon. And you know Belichick wants to show him up after that whole Super Bowl Super thing, Bowl. and uh, I, I have a feeling they're just gonna just do that. Well, Belichick yeah. is just like he's he's so intelligent, right? With his play calling, he's gonna go. He's gonna find your weak spot. And Malcolm Butler this year, uh, 143 QB rating, uh, and he's been giving up 7.4 targets a game. So yeah, this is a spot where they're gonna they're gonna expose their weakness for sure. Yeah, I like the I like the deep ball, Josh Gordon, deep ball, Malcolm Butler. It's going to be everywhere. It's going to be every kind of ball to Josh. Uh, can't can't stop him. It's 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 just such a great matchup. Josh Gordon, 6K on DraftKings. Love the spot. Love going up against Butler. I'm with you. I think they, I think Belichick goes after him. Yep. They, they we are agreeing a lot uh, this week. This, this could be Yeah, could be yeah I'm, I'm, I'm scared. Yeah. I'm scared. We've never agreed this much. doesn't matter. I'm going to change to whatever these idiots tell me to play. But <laughs> yeah, Chris, you, you might want to just, on Saturday night, create your lineups and then just not leave it. Like, just, just, just. Just like get knocked out somewhere and, and, and fall asleep until about like one o'clock, you know, you'll be good. The lineups will be set. Yeah, and that's yeah, when all the news, all the news, all news breaks, and then I, whatever. Um, yeah, so uh, I like, I love Deion Lewis too. He just looked so good, and it's just like such an obvious passing game coming from behind spot. It should be, um, and it just makes the most sense. I don't think that we're going to, I mean, they're going to try to do Corey Davis, but Gilmore has just been a beast. Yeah. Well, can someone talk me, talk to me about Corey Davis here? I cannot, I cannot get on this guy. What, what, like Brett, what it's is the volume? volume. Yeah, it, it is, it is volume and it is a spot where uh, they're going to have to pass, right? Uh, the Patriots opponents have run the fifth most plays on the year. So you expect uh, an uptick in the amount of plays. Uh, you expect uh, a higher pass-to-run ratio here. 
So I would just expect, I mean, a 29% per, uh, target share is very elite, very elite. Now, right? now, so when Belichick schemes, normally what they try and do is they take out the number one receiver. It, sure. Is that a worry for you guys? Like that, that is a worry for me. Like Corey Davis to me is not like, he's not like DeAndre Hopkins or Antonio Brown where I'm that worried about him. Like I think Gilmore can absolutely win this matchup. So what I would say is that's normally what they do is they usually stick their stud corner uh, on one guy and then they will double, they'll double in a different spot. So uh, right. Gilmore is the number five rated cornerback on the year. I'm just bringing up stats galore this, this week. Uh, but yeah, uh, Gilmore, Gilmore is a stud corner. I still expect the volume to be more than fine. And then the price tag 4,500. It's, it's just uh, this is a perfect PPR spot for Corey Davis. What a joke. Giannis just picked up his fifth foul at the end of the third quarter. Like a, what a joke. It's like a 26-point game. What a joke. Um, anyway, I don't even – this this podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, all right. So what's next? Uh, what you got? We all like this game. So where uh, – what are some other good games? What who's, what, who's got the next favorite game? All right, so let, I mean, we do got to bring up some injury uh, situation, right? Uh, AJ Green being out, uh, a spot where the Bengals are playing a very uh, the Saints. The Saints stop the run and they allow uh, a bunch of pass on them. So it's it's like a spot where it's like, okay, who are you? Are you going to eat the price tag of the Tyler Boyd on DraftKings at seventy five hundred, or are you going to roll out a, a John Ross, Allen, uh, Alex Erickson? Um, right now, CG Ozuma uh, is like, like not practicing. So, um, yeah, this is an interesting spot. It's like, where where do you go in the spot? I I feel probably the best with Joe Mixon um, taking on like a higher target share. Um, so, Geo's Geo's not practicing. So I'm going to be all in, I think, on Joe Mixon. Here. Yeah, he was limited in Thursday's practice, so he's on track to return. Geo is. Yep. Yeah, that's what I read too. Okay. So I don't have enough. I mean, this this just screams blowout to me. Yeah, this screams like almost like play Saints defense or something like that. Like twenty two hundred on DraftKings. I don't know. I, Cincinnati just. But I, I mean, I, I is, like this is your classic. This is your classic letdown spot though. With yeah. them having the marquee game last week, uh, them them having an awesome victory versus the Rams, and now they're going on the road to Cincinnati. I was actually surprised it was only a five point. Uh, um, just I, I thought they would be favored by somewhere north of a touchdown, but no AJ Green. Like this is just a spot where I feel I feel confident that you need to get some exposure in Cincinnati. They just have no. I mean, so it's going to be Boyd, so it should be easy for them to at least key in on Boyd. I guess there's Mixon, but like they're just lacking. They're just lacking West. I don't trust Ross coming back right now from inner injury. He's never done anything anyway. Um, I, I don't yeah, know. I just don't. Great. I can't Mixon see this. Mixon's the only one, and they sell out to stop the run. It's like double Tyler Boyd. Like I, I don't know. I I, I just I, I can't like this game that much. I, I really don't. I, I feels like an Ingram spot. I'd I'd, ra- I'd rather go to this uh, Falcons Browns game. I think yeah. the Falcons. I mean, so the wide receiver versus cornerback uh, matchup chart that we have on RG, Tyler Boyd is easily uh, the number one wide receiver for matchup. Uh, he'll be running a lot of his routes versus PJ Williams. So I don't know, man, this, this seems like a spot, like if I hear you guys not wanting to buy Tyler Boyd, I think I'm interested for sure. 
Yeah, I get it. Um, because I mean, he is seventy five hundred. When you said Djax was 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 bad play, that's when I wanted to play Djax. And what happened? Djax, <laughs> Djax <laughs> touchdown, crushed. Ah, he didn't have a big game though. All right. Um, I get it. I get it. <laughs> when I said Joe Mixon big game and you guys didn't like it, well, big game. Okay, another spot that I want to talk about, uh, and it's it's the easily lowest uh, point total on the board, but we've seen what the Bills have been doing lately with the short fields. Um, you have a Jets team that's super hurt. Um, they they have Quincy Inua and Robbie Anderson that both in practice today. Could be could be a possibly a Jermaine Curse chalk week, but I'd rather I'd rather look to an Elijah McGuire or Isaiah Crowell in a spot where I expect both of these uh, running backs to get fed quite a bit uh, home versus Buffalo. You guys have any interest there? Yeah, I mean, I would say I have more interest in Elijah McGuire because he is the more talented back. Mm -hmm. Um, I think eventually he will take over um, and be the number one running back. Um, So I I would have more interest in him. But in a pretty big role, and if both of those wide receivers are out, I feel really confident in his pass. Here's the problem with him, is that I think there's too many running backs, cheap or high price, in good spots, where I don't know if I'm going to want to go to him. I mean, we have Duke Johnson. He's in a really good spot. Deion yes. is a really good Duke. spot. Let's talk about uh, Duke. Aaron <laughs> Jones, good, good spot. And then you got the high price guys, Gordon Gurley, like, how are you going to have all these guys? I'm probably not going to go to McGuire. I get it. I think that McCown is a good quarterback. And probably uh, no one's going to play McCown. And I'm not going to play him either. But I'm definitely going to want to have some type of exposure to one of his pass catchers if Robbie Anderson and Anunwar are out. Because I think he's someone who, no matter what, can get – either Jermaine Curse or the, the tight end, whoever, whoever it is, the ball, like he's better than Sam Darnold. They even said it, Curse said it talking about, talking to the press. He said they go faster pace, they go more up-tempo with McCown. He reads things quicker. Like they, they all know in the locker room that McCown is a better quarterback than Darnold right now. Sure. McCown, yeah, McCown's a definitely a very viable uh, backup. He's come in in situations before and definitely – uh, has smashed. So um, this is not the best matchup, but I mean, he's forty three hundred. You know, I, I I'm not going to say it's going to be an ugly game. Yeah, th- let's talk about some games that excite me. Yeah, being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit ChildAndFamilyResourceNetwork.org today. Let's talk about this Falcons-Browns. Let's go to Duke, like you said. Like, it was awesome to see him finally unleashed with the new coaching system, the new, the new coach here. Um, looks like they're finally going to use him in the passing game. We know this is the nut matchup against uh, uh, the Falcons for running backs in the pass. Um, they should be trailing in this one. Um, he's still cheap. I just don't see how, like, he doesn't smash again unless they, like, totally just decide not to use him again. 
Yeah, I mean, you got to like uh, what they did last week. I mean, and it's it's not like they didn't utilize Chubb. Chubb still got uh, 22 carries and even a target. So uh, it seems like they both coexisted uh, more than fine. And, yeah, this is a spot where I think I think Cleveland's offense, you know where the ball is kind of going to go. So Jarvis Landry in the slot, Njoku tight end. And, uh, I mean, you got Duke out of the backfield. So – I don't know. I feel pretty confident in, in Duke, but if, if his ownership's going to be too high, I think I'd rather uh, pivot other way, uh, elsewhere. Well, what about uh, Julio Jones? If yeah, look, the Denzel Ward's going to be out. If, is, is he definitely out? It uh, looks like it. he's going to be. Seems I like. mean, this is, a, this is a Julio Jones spot if I, ever, yeah. if I ever saw one. I mean, he finally got in the box. He got that out of the way. Like this, this could be, you know, a, a huge Julio Jones, uh, week. Um, it's like, it's like he had a slump buster last week and now he's just ready to go wild. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, seriously though, this is like, this went from, I mean, EJ Gaines is out. Kurtz, the linebacker. They've got out. nobody. They've got no one. They, 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 they're definitely hurting. They, they were. It's going to be TJ Carey, uh, in, who is a, uh, a former seventh round pick. Yeah, you got to like the spot for Julio Jones. And, um, yeah, and I mean, and you got to like Njoku in this one. You got to just think game script in this one. It seems pretty easy. Njoku, uh, Duke, and uh, Ryan and Julio. Yeah, and, and I don't think Julio is going to be very popular. He is the most expensive wide receiver on the slate. So, um, I would say, yeah, he's, he's going to be, you know, there's going to be somewhat uh, some ownership there, but – feel pretty confident that he's not going to be anywhere near what chalk would be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, one other game, Casey, Arizona, Um, Kansas city is a team who I think people are going to write off, especially the passing game. Kareem hunt will be owned. Um, obviously he he should be. Um, but I think Tyree kill, um, people are going to look at the matchup you know, Patrick Peterson, but they move Tyree Kill around so much. You know, I don't think he's going to get full shadowed by Patrick Peterson. He might. I don't think he will. Um, I will say this. Andy Reid puts his foot down uh, on the gas pedal a lot more than other coaches too. Um, if you saw last week with Kansas City, I mean, it was, it was a spot where you thought, uh, you thought Kareem Hunt would, would crush. But he only had like five touches or like six touches going into the fourth quarter. It's was, it was pretty ridiculous. And then, and then they kind of – they then just put on the brakes uh, in the fourth quarter after just, you know, basically crushing Cleveland. So um, He smashed yeah. right from the get-go, though, Kareem. But, yeah, but in very, very few targets. Yeah. Uh, he, had, he, had that, he had the one catch for 50 yards, and then he had like four carries um, going into like – I don't know, a couple minutes left in the third. So he only had five touches, uh, like the first, I don't know, like 40, 40 some minutes. He was just super efficient with his touches. Yeah. He just took him to the uh, house. That, that team is just very efficient in general. Mm-hmm. Very, very efficient. But I think like Travis Kelsey at 7k, you're obviously going to see some ownership on him, but price jump. And, you know, like I said, the Arizona, People aren't going to want to take these pass catchers. They're going to be looking at the running back. They're going to be looking at Kareem Hunt, who's obviously in a great spot, and Arizona's run D is garbage. Um, so you want to attack that. But at the same time, 
if I'm going to get, you know, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey and Mahomes stack at low ownership and no Sammy Watkins, you know, if he's out or, you know, injured and doesn't end up playing, you know, I, you got to like these guys. You got to take some shots. I love Tyreek Hill. He's like one of my favorite high-priced uh, wide receivers that I think I'm going to get under 10%. You'd be your favorite guy out of the KC offense? Tyreek Hill. Yeah, if I had uh, my favorite GPP guy. I mean, Kareem Hunt is in the best spot. But yeah. there are ways – there are easily ways in which Kareem Hunt fails. You just talked about his carry – like his snaps and his carries and, you know, stuff like that. And they, they don't just force him the ball. Their right. offense is very spread around. Like, it, they don't force Tyreek the ball. They don't – like Travis Kelsey, you know, they, they – they, their offense is really, really spread out. So, I think, like, with them, I think you, sna- you stack it a few different ways – if you're making multiple lineups, you know, you have Kareem Hunt on a few teams. You, and you got to have Kareem Hunt on a team with Mahomes, too, if you have a few lineups. Like, that's what I did last week. Um, I said it, too. Like, I, I play running backs with the QB and a wide receiver or tight end pairing. Like, you got to do it to be different. Um, so those are ways to be different. Like, Pat Mahomes can easily throw up 300 yards and three touchdowns in this team. Uh, yeah, but uh, the play in this game, I'm telling everybody right now, the play in this game is David Johnson. It's finally here. Um, we saw what the new coaching system did for, for Duke. Um, they had a bye week. Uh, uh, Byron Leftwich, you know, gave him volume. He got 20 touches, um, did have four receptions. Um, you know, uh, KC is 29th against in uh, DVOA versus the running back pass. I mean, they just, the game script should be there for him. I think this is finally David Johnson gets unleashed, gets out into space in a game that they need their trailing and, and just really need him to light it up. And uh, the only thing, obviously, the offensive line always is, is worrisome. And, uh, I mean, maybe a massive blowout and, like, maybe they doesn't get the usage. But um, I'm going to roll out David Johnson this week. Anyone else on board? I'm not there with you, man. Like, it's just I've kind of almost given up on this Arizona team outside of uh, Christian Kirk. Uh, I think I want to have some exposure to Kirk uh, this week, but that's that's probably where I'm looking. Uh, Each week is just uh, Kirk ownership, and that's it. Yeah, I'm I'm not with you either. I I, I don't have any David Johnson. Um, You guys are missing out. I'm telling you, like, all you got to do this week is play Josh Gordon. Play David Johnson, and that's it. I'm there with you on Josh Gordon for sure. So, uh, yeah, uh, David price, Johnson to me, I don't think they really did. You, you're going to say the coaching staff did a lot of things differently. I I didn't really. They see, didn't have the time. Uh, they just had a bye week now. So now <laughs> is when they're 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 getting ready and they're 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 game planning and they're rolling them out. I've got inside connections over to the Arizona coaching staff. They oh, told me it, it's a go. Um, I mean, Larry Fitz. How can no one have any interest in Larry Fitz I, after? I, I do. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, because Brett, you have no interest in Larry Fitz. Nah, rest in peace. Uh, I mean, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't. I can't roster a guy that is just has no upside after he catches the ball. Sure, when when he's in the red zone, um, he's, well, you can he's play Alex Smith. 
<laughs> hey, you got the 300, baby. I know. Um, so it, like he's he's just not a guy that I want unless he's in the red zone. He's basically a tight end at this uh, point in his career. Uh, I just – and they don't get in the red zone enough for his touchdown equity to be high. So, yeah. A tight end who gets targeted, they're looking to him now. I think this is the difference right here. They're going to – he had 12 targets last game. They're actually looking to throw him the football. The coaching staff is letting him – letting Rosen throw. I think they're going to be down. It's positive game script for Fitz. He already said this is his last uh, season. So – I mean, I think I think the one time that I'll roster him is his last home game. That'll be it, and that's that's the only time I will have exposure to Fitz. Oh, hey, there's logic behind that. I, I, I'll, I'll have that whenever that game is. I'll I'll have that. I'm, 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 yeah, I'll, I'm, have I'm, that I'm, I'm I'll take a stroll down Narrative Street any day. I think you guys are missing out on Fitz. It's like one of those him and. Hey, Perth. I said I like. I'm I'm with you a little bit. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I right. think Brett's gonna have a terrible week this week. It sounds <laughs> to me. You know. Okay, so I'm gonna give you two plays that I like. Uh, All right. And it's just it's it's on the Colts side here. Like I said, Jacksonville and Indianapolis are uh, two of the fastest four teams in the NFL uh, based upon uh, how many plays per second uh, um, that they run. So Marlon Mack at six K. Coming off a bye, I know he was kind of uh, nicked up basically the last few weeks here. I just think like his health is going to be there. And I don't know where the ownership's going to be. Uh, uh, JSU did say Fournette's going to be back, which could hurt uh, the pace of this game. Um, or actually, I think it was Kirk that said that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I, I still think the, the pace will be fine in this. Uh, in Indianapolis is nice with the turf. I'm going to have exposure to both Marlon Mack and T.Y. Hilton. I don't really necessarily love bringing it back on the Jacksonville side, um, but if I do, I, I'd probably go with more of a Dante Moncrief exposure there. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to avoid definitely the running backs uh, for Jacksonville this week. This is so bad. They, I needed one point from Clay Thompson, and they just pulled him. So, so you like T.Y. this week? Did I get that? Yeah, I mean, there's there's never a bad time to roster Ty at home. He's had either right 100 now, yards. bad time, right? <laughs> this time, bad time. I, I'm kind of, I kind of don't mind it for GPPs. I just kind of think that maybe this this Jacksonville D just given up at this point. Is it all cornerback matchup? Is that is that the reason why JSU? It's the cornerback matchup. It's the fact that like, <clears throat> I think that. Indianapolis, if anything, they're going to have success running the ball and throwing at tight ends, which Andrew Luck loves to do. I think game plan. I don't. I don't think Andrew Luck's going to, with his arm, pick on going deep to Ty, which is what I like when Andrew Luck is, you know, throwing deep to Ty. He really hasn't been doing that either. Um, so, not like nothing tells me like the last time Ty had a hundred yards was in Week Four. And that was the only time all season he had over 100 yards. Um, but, like, other than that, you know, he hasn't really had any big games. Just look at his home and road splits. Like, he's either had 100 yards or a touchdown in every home game this year. Uh, he's always been like that on the turf. I know it's a tough matchup with Jalen Ramsey, and I expect ownership to be low. That's why this says mainly just a strictly a tournament play. But Ramsey hasn't been phenomenal. Uh, the quarterback rating uh, with – He's, he's given up six and a half targets per game, quarterback rating of 81.1. They do move T.Y. Hilton all over the place, so it's not like I expect Ramsey to be shadowing uh, T.Y. here. 
Um, so I, I expect them to still find a way to get him the ball. Mm. No, I don't like it. <laughs> less than 5% ownership, baby, right. because of- I, I'm, all, I'm all over less than 5% ownership. I just think you can find it in better plays where the quarterback is like literally looking to throw the ball to the guy deep as opposed to Andrew Luck, who is just dinking and dunking. I don't care what anyone says. He's dinking and dunking, and they're running the ball amazing. That offensive line looks awesome. So, like, I I could be more on the Marlins Mac play than the T.Y. Hilton play. You were, you were probably the first one on the Marlins Mac play, uh, like, before his breakout. So. I was on the train. Yeah. I was on the train. I'm a huge Marlins Mac guy. Mainly, I'm not a guy that likes to play questionable running backs or limited running backs because I don't know how much, you know, work – they're going to get, but this is coming off of a buy. I expect him to be more than fine here. All right. Here's the deepest GPP play on the slate. 3K DeMarcus Robinson, Kansas City Chiefs. This is a kid that I like dug into last year. Like he was in similar like situations when people went down. Um, this, he is absolutely explosive and if he gets a chance, if Sammy Watkins is indeed out, he's going to be the guy that will fill in. And he's got massive – he's got big play upside. In a game where they should just completely dominate, I could easily see him breaking a huge long one. Like, I'm just, like, not going to, like, Tyreek Hill and things like that in this one. So, just throwing that out there so that – I probably won't have any. But This seems like a spot that you would rest Sammy Watkins to, right? You're, you're a favorite by over two touchdowns. Um, he hasn't practiced uh, even on Thursday. So this is a spot where I can definitely see Watkins uh, resting. Yeah, but, I feel like he's not going to play. Anyway, anyone got any uh, good final picks? Another game uh, I mean, to quickly talk about or what? Just another injury like uh, to look at is, is just in Washington. I mean, you got, you got multiple wide receivers hurt, Crow- Jameson Crowder and then uh, Richardson, Paul Richardson. So, obviously, Maurice Harris, I think, is going to be possibly a little bit chalkier uh, this week. I don't want to go there. I'd rather go Doxon, um, go more to the outside. Uh, so, I, I like Josh Doxon. And all these guys, uh, all the past receivers for Washington are 4,300 or cheaper. Um, or, and then you got Jordan Reed at 4,400. So, uh, in a spot Man, where they're going to Jordan Reed, it's just depressing. Yeah. And they, did you see when he hung him out? So like they didn't they didn't target him all game. Then he finally targets him, and he hangs him out to get killed on a play. Did you see that? Alex Smith has uh, has has definitely thrown a few balls where he's he's hurt his wide receivers this year. So. Ah, and then he went down and grimaced on his back, and then he was done. Then it became the Vernon Davis show again. It's like yeah. I don't I just don't know when it's ever going to hit for this Jordan Reed. I mean, uh, listen though, Alex Smith, he's in a. He's in a really good spot. I mean, everyone has been able to pick on this Tampa Bay defense pretty much. So, very rather, cheap stack too. I'll play Tampa defense. The, the problem with Tampa is they're going to be missing probably four offensive. I'm sorry, uh, Washington is they're going to be missing four, four offensive line. line. Which that, that I think makes them pass them. That scares me. No, yeah. no, but it's Alex Smith. He can't get rid. He, he's terrible. It's just like it's like a bad offensive line with like Sam Bradford. It's like these guys who just like get scared and like he's 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 like a little bit better than Sam Bradford. But Kurt, he also doesn't take a lot of chances, so I don't really like the Tampa Bay defense because of the you know he's not that big of a risk taker. Like I think the Redskins defense makes a lot more sense because you have Fitzpatrick in a 
air raid offense where he's throwing balls that can definitely be pick six a lot. So on, honestly, too, honestly, too, with Alex Smith, I think one thing that you can do is if you don't want to um, pick on one of these receivers that are, you know, 4K, 3K, you don't trust it, you can honestly play him naked. You know, like he, he still has a shot. You don't have to guess who scores. You know, if, if all these guys end up playing, you don't want a piece of them. You know, you could just play him. He's still got one of the best matchups in the entire slate. So, Dude, oh, this is disgusting. I know. <laughs> this, is, this is disgusting. I'm not saying that I'm going to do it. Okay, it's over. The show's over. <laughs> right? This is it's time, and you guys yeah, just – I think it's time. We just lost – all. We lost, so- we lost our – DFS hack is probably never going to listen again. <laughs> and his girl. His girl already – Already. Hey, um, this, anyway, this is my last call. Uh, Brandon Cooks catches a bomb this week. Touchdown. Brandon Cooks versus terrible Seattle secondary. I've been talking on the show about picking on Seattle and their outside cornerbacks. Been targeting them all year. Telling you guys about it on the show. Brandon Cooks, this is the perfect spot. He's going to catch a bomb this week. All right. He's been a little quiet. Yep. This is the spot. Truly the only weak part of the Seattle defense is their outside corners. So I kind of agree. They've they've been phenomenal on the season. Uh, Their whole defense has been phenomenal. But you want to take shots wide for sure. I, yeah, I I was thinking more Robert Woods for myself. But, I mean, it's it's tough to decide which one's going to go off. Robert Woods has been a little bit better with target share and has, I don't know, just maybe – He's he's had a game that's where he's popped off before, but I feel like Cooks Cooks is like one of those guys that is more likely in a one play scenario to take like a seventy five yard, eighty yard to the house. Yep, yep, big one. I think the the only other thing is maybe just hitting on the high price running backs. We didn't talk at all about we talked about Melvin Gordon, but list them out. Who's your favorite guys? Are we, are, yeah. we, are we girly? So, like for me, I, like I'm, I'm already done with the slate. My, my, I'll leave the people with David Johnson, Josh Gordon, Dion Lewis, Duke Johnson, Aaron Jones. Like those are the. That's it. That's those it. That's guys. all that matters this week. All right. Um, now, uh, are you guys girlying or not girlying? I'm good with fading girly, but I still want to have. You know, like there's not one guy that I feel super confident with. Like I feel like I'm going to have different percentages of of all these guys in different lineups. So uh, not one guy sticks out to me uh, as I want to have the most. I think I think thought the guy, Joe Mixon was your favorite. Yeah, that's one. Well, okay. And I don't know if you consider him at the elite price tag, right? Because you have Gurley, Kamara, Melvin Gordon, um, even Kareem Hunt out there. Mixon's at the right. and then he's the fifth. Yeah, I mean. He's I, I really think he's going to be involved a lot, even in the past game. So, uh, yes. And I, I would expect his ownership actually to be very cheap um, in comparison to the rest of these guys. So, I, I would love to be most leveraged on a Joe. It's, it's going to be really interesting because with Kareem Hunt at 8,500 and, you know, Gurley at 94 and then Gordon squeezed in there and Kamara squeezed in there between those guys, what, what do people do? Because – if you have the money, like you could easily just go and get Gurley. And, and I mean, I think we can all agree. I think so Hunt, Hunt, Gordon, and Gurley, uh, I think have, and then I put Kamara fourth um, with Price 
entailed. Like those those guys have awesome matchups, like really bad matchups. Arizona is a terrible run D. Oakland they've just they've just shipped in. They're they're done. They they've already quit. It's like <laughs> they they stop they stopped playing. You know they gave away their whole team. Like everything. You know they lost Bruce Irvin. Bruce Irvin's with the Falcons now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a I think that's a key loss, even though he was checked out. But you know, Mel, um, so Melvin Gordon is is obviously in a good spot. You know, he's nine K. No one's gonna want to pay nine K. Like Brett said earlier, why wouldn't you just pay ninety four hundred for Gurley, who's also in a really good spot? Like Seattle's run D isn't like amazing, and Todd Gurley had a good game against them last game, the last time they played. Um, so, you know, to me, Kamara, I think, is the one guy I'll have the least of because I think this might end up being a marking room game. I think Sean Payton, you know, goes back to like a 50-50 split and gives Ingram more carries in this game. I think if they blow it open, yeah. it be definitely becomes a, a Mark Ingram game. But yeah. I think Kamara – Kamara is still the guy, right? I mean, it was. Oh, I think he's still the guy. I think Peyton's just gonna like almost give Kamara some rest. Yeah, because I mean that—that's how I given him seventy-five plus of the snaps. Like he's played a lot more. That's that's what it was for sure when Ingram. It was his first game back, and it was the Breeze like breaking record game. Like that was just a total rest game. So, yeah, I feel like this is what's gonna happen. If they need Kamara, he will be out there for sure. Oh, so Dez, it's a, is Dez going to be Dez playing? I would assume Dez will be playing. Yeah, well, I'm not sure. I would assume, though, too. Cam Meredith is out. Yeah. I mean, out. I think that's why they got Dez. Yeah. So I'll just throw out, like, my favorite stack of the of the weekend will be the, the Chargers stack, um, just with Keenan Allen and Tyrell Williams. Um I still think you can take a chance with uh, one of these Oakland guys. I mean, there's still plenty. They're going to have to pass. Uh, Brandon LaFell got all the um, routes run last uh, the last time they played. So I guess, you know, I don't mind LaFell or Jordy Nelson bringing it back, but they're going to have to throw the ball. I know they've been terrible, but it's, it's basically a, a cheap punt spot. So, um, yeah, that charger, that charger is just like put them all in there with Philip Rivers, I like. Yeah, I, right. I like that too. But if Joey Bosa comes back, which I don't know if he will be, um, then I would be uh, – I probably would just go with Melvin Gordon and the defense for the Chargers. Um, but I do love Keenan Allen. I just think if Bosa's back, I think they absolutely demolish the, the uh, Raiders' offensive line. Their mm-hmm. offensive line is terrible. So There's just no that, way I won't have a bunch of Keenan Allen this week. I'm going to have a ton. All right, yeah, you heard it here. This is that's it. We're out of time. Uh, we've definitely gone over, so I'm gonna cut this off now. But you heard it. That's it. Keenan Allen. That's who you're. That's who you're sticking by, right, Brett? You know it. And your one. Who, who's the one play you, you're you're most confident, JSU? Well, I'm gonna give you Gordon, so I'll take Brandon no. Cooks. Okay, Brandon Cooks, and then I'm gonna give you my five or six plays, like I said anyway, <laughs> uh, which is Aaron Jones. Deion Lewis. I love it. I love me some Aaron Jones. Josh Gordon. Uh, I don't even remember who else I said. But Julio Jones. Um, was, who was the other? I'm Duke Johnson. And that's all you need. And uh, that, if you guys take all those plays, you will hit the nuts. I guarantee it. But thank you. We will catch you again next week for another edition 
And uh, this is the RG DFS Tournament Takes podcast. We'll see you later.